first to make sure that my uh you could hear me so look at me i'm making moves i pulled up the description of the book already i haven't read it because i thought that might be cheating i did that last time but (laughs) i'm ready i yes i i have my i have the two books here so it's Phantom Stallion 2, Mustang Moon, and Phantom Stallion 3, Dark Sunshine. And that's not about prob- not about our friend Sunshine. No. <laughs> um, I'm, it's alternate universe Sunshine. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, no, you're right. We should, uh, we should actually introduce the podcast. What's up, it's everyone? Easy it is. Up. It's us again. Uh, it's fashion red time. <laughs> I, why did I do it like that? I don't know. But it is. It's fast your bedtime with me, Melanie. And, and me, Stephanie. The the podcast where I read Melanie's childhood horse books and tell her what's wrong with yeah, them. Yeah, we love that. Although, yeah, I was telling <laughs> Stephanie, because I, I always listen back to, to our recording after Stephanie like edits it and put, puts it up but I personally really enjoyed our last one <laughs> I actually listened I, to it know, twice I had I had a fan who initially was not uh, Sonia wasn't sure if she was gonna like it because I told her that I didn't hate the book this time and she's like well but I don't want to hear you complain That's why <laughs> what's I the point um but but she still enjoyed it anyway. So I know that when you told me that, I was like, oh, yes, we've done it. <laughs> it doesn't have to we be negative for people to enjoy it. Our personal friends. Yeah, I mean, I like I don't have like a massive amount of criticism for these ones either, but I I do have some some spicy <laughs> commentary. So we love spicy commentary. So that's I mean that's really all we need. Um. I mean, we we finally get the thing that I've been waiting for, which is our bitchy rich blonde. And she showed up. She's okay. here. And it, yeah. is it is it Slocum's daughter? Yeah, okay. it's Rachel. That was. I mean, that was basically a given. But although she she's not she's not a blonde yet. yet. She she's a brunette, but there's been a lot of worry about like hair dudes and stuff so far in this book series. So I wouldn't be shocked if she dyes yeah. her hair. But we'll see. Is that really all like the girls and women that have worries about haircuts, or is it is it well, distributed evenly? Um. Okay. Well, so you remember that she cut yes. her hair in the yes. first book, right? Okay, so the second book starts, and she feels like her hair looks like shit. <laughs> She's like, it's half grown out, I'm bothered by it, whatever. Um, and Brenna from the BLM helps her cut it, because she wants to, like, actually get it cut into salon, but they can't afford that, because they don't have, like, mm-hmm. money. And also, they have to, like, fully drive into town, and she's like, that's too much for this. So, Brenna fixes it for her, and then... Um, I don't know. She thinks Jake's mad. I think Jake's into it. And there's kind of like a weird dramatic thing that happens around it. Okay, we'll yeah, I can't I can't wait. <laughs> I honestly like I I'm looking I always look forward to this now because I like 
I don't remember a lot of what happens, but I like loved it so much. And I'm like, what? What's the next step? Which that um, kind of what we said last time, really after the first book is it's really hard for me to distinguish like what happens in individual books. So this is where that's all going to totally go to shit. <laughs> I'm just going to have to like read the description and then see what sparks a memory. See what, what you yeah. remember as I'm talking Cause there's just like, is yeah. so much that happens over the span of everything. It's really but it's like, series. I have no idea. Yeah. The very beginning, it's like those initial moments stand out, but then everything else is like, where does it fall in? I don't know. Um, I mean, everything is a continuation of self anyway, but, um, yeah, I, I pulled up already my favorite website to read descriptions on thrift books. Um, this one also has several customer reviews, which again, are like my favorite reviews are always on the website. Um, so for this one, so the cover We've got, um, it's clearly, like, supposed to be nighttime. Uh, it's like, you know, there's a blue, blue cast to everything. Title is Mustang Moon, so that goes along with that well. And it is a horse leaping over, um, I don't know, a little creek, little runoff, water runoff thing. Um, it looks very dramatic. There's some, like hills and mountains in the background or a hill mountain in the background um anyway um and the little thing on the little caption on there says there's a thief in the night which is ominous um so let's get to the book overview on thrift books thrift books sponsor us thank you <laughs> <laughs> Thrift books, if you're listening, I if you send me a horse book, I'll review it. With yeah, Melody. we'll do it. Um, <laughs> it's never gonna happen. <laughs> Just send us an email. <laughs> um, the book overview. So, when 13 year old Samantha returns returns that's not a word returns home to her family's cattle ranch in Nevada, uh, she's worried. She moved away two years ago to recover from a bad fall off her beloved Mustang Blackie, and she's still not sure she can get back in the saddle. Wait, is this just the same as what we read last time? I think that beginning part is. Um, then it just has a little... Okay, so Thrift Books is letting me down a little bit here. Do you want to hear what the back of the book says? Um, yeah, so this is... Can I just read the one little quote that's on here and you can yeah, tell me if yeah. that's on the back of the book because this is for research yeah. purposes i need to know if i can trust thrift books or not i was just saying how much i love them <laughs> and now i feel let down um but so it just says a rogue mustang is stealing mares but the phantom is taking the blame it's up to sam to defend his innocence and his life that's not what the back of the, what book, the, back but, of the um, book say you know that's like it says, Sam and the mysterious, powerful Mustang known as the Phantom have become friends, and she's determined to defend his freedom on the open range. But the Mustang has been accused of stealing tame mares from local ranchers. Sam knows the Phantom isn't responsible, and she races to prove his innocence. Then a local rancher offers a reward to anyone who can capture the wild stallion. A price on his head means it's not just his freedom Sam is fighting for, it's his life. Okay, that's very dramatic. 
Um, <laughs> they make it sound like the horses are like really nefarious. Like <laughs> they have some sort of giant master plan. Um, which you know maybe they they're, do. They're making they're making plans. They're making. Movies. Um. So that. Okay, because I was looking at the cover of the book and I was like, okay, clearly the color, because it's like a black horse. I, I was like, that's not uh, Zanzibar. Um, <laughs> but um, I, I feel like that at the time I was like, oh, clearly it's like the other stallion that's stealing the horses. Is that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, is that horse? Okay, so a lot of like people with... Well, I don't know if a lot of people, but some people with Mustangs, they talk, they refer to their heads because a lot of times they don't have like the refinement of like, you know, standard breeds of horses because they're like the mutts of the horse world, basically. Um, but a lot of people refer to them as like jugheads um, because of their, their faces. Um does, do they refer to one of the horses as that at, at some point in this? No, uh, she she calls this horse Hammer, actually, because she thinks it has, like, okay, a hammer that's head. Basically, and it okay. All, it, it also will, like, slam itself against things yeah. and kick. It's, like, a very strong okay, horse. Okay, that, I think, the Hammerhead reference is there. She's referring to a Jughead mm-hmm. there. Um, okay, that was, that, that makes sense. I was like, well, I'm having a vague memory of that. Um, well, let's just see here what kind of, let's see what the, let's see what the reviews say. <laughs> Maybe this will give me, uh, oh, okay, 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 hold on, let me find the one that I want. Da, 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 ba, ba, ba. I'm sorry, I just make. <laughs> I can't not do that. Um... <laughs> You're not going to continue now that I'm doing it. You want to jam with I, me, though? I do. I just had a. Mo- I had a moment where I realized I was doing it, and I got embarrassed. Um, but then you started doing it, so we can do it together. <laughs> I got distracted by this person who's clearly had similar feelings um, for Jake as I did. Um, <laughs> this, five stars. This review is from August 20th, 2002. Yeah, there there is like a little bit more sexual tension in these next two ones. So, um, so I said, this is a great book, as was the wild one. I ab- absolutely... I spelled that wrong. Um, ab- absolutely <laughs> loved it. I hate that it's in the 9 to 12 section of stores, though, because I think that anyone could enjoy it. Plus, I feel out of place buying it, but it's worth it. Terry Farley did an, <laughs> an incredible job of writing Mustang Moon. I especially love the characters. Um, Jake has got to have one of the coolest personalities I've ever read about. I love horses and own one of my own, and this book was really fun to read, maybe because of my love for horses, or maybe just because it's a great book. I've reread it two times, and have reread my favorite parts many times, and every time it is just as good. My heart really goes out to Jake. I can understand completely why he doesn't want Sam near the Phantom, but I also see the way he gets on Sam's nerves about that. 
So that's, they have a lot of Jake feelings, which I get. Um, I like their enthusiasm <laughs> as well. Um, okay, so let's see one of these other ones. Uh, okay, I think I've read every horse book or series in the world. Not to brag or anything. I've read Heartland, Pony Pals, The Saddle Club, Hoofbeat, Black Beauty, National Velvet, etc. I think the Phantom Stallion is better than all of those, even the classics. After reading the first wow. book, I just had to get my hands on the second. I have to say that Mustang Moon has one of the best storylines in the whole entire series. That's a bold statement. And that's how they said, and that's saying something. <laughs> it's about how an escaped stallion named Hammer slash Diablo invades the local ranches and tries to steal tamed mares. But the problem is, everybody thinks that the Phantom Stallion is responsible, and Sam must prove to the town that the Phantom is innocent. But that's not it. That's what I like about these books. The plot has other things going on. Valid point. Sam also has to get used to Darton High School and make new friends. So you see, this book is really good, and you have to get out there and read it right now. <laughs> I mean, it was persuasive. It had some details. It had personality. It made reference to other horse books um, to prove their <laughs> horse literacy. Uh, they gave it five out of five stars. That was on August 26, 2005. Um... I bet all these are going to be from like yeah, they're from a long, time, they're from a really long time ago. Um, <laughs> so, uh, see, this is why I like those reviews. They like, they're very dedicated. Um, it's 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 a it's a girl just like exactly. You. I'm like I get it. I could have written those. I didn't know what thrift books was at the time, but if someone had told me, I would have been on there and been like, everyone fucking read Phantom Stallion right now. <laughs> You love action. You love horses. You love girls that are tough but have feelings and have things that they need to prove. <laughs> you love a a hot older dude who's like a friend slash potential love interest and like he cares about you but like he doesn't know how to show it. <laughs> Yeah, that's what I, no, that's what I would have been saying to other people. It would have been your version of that um, zombie romance novel I found where the back just said, can a proper Victorian lady find love with a dashing zombie? And I was like, sold yeah, exactly. immediately. I need to know nothing else. I, <laughs> I don't know. Can she? Let's read on. <laughs> I, I mean, that sounds pretty intriguing. But yeah, no, that's definitely, that was, those are my criteria were like, uh, was, you know, teenage girl. This when I was a teenage girl, of course, and not even. Um, teenage girl, friend, love interest, some sort of dramatic thing that happens. Um, and I, you know, I really was always pulling for it ending with some sort of kiss. I was like, <laughs> there has to be a kiss for this to be worth it for me. Oh, yeah, we're definitely not there yet. There's some hugs. I mean, I'll take a hug. Like, I was, I was like, oh, their hands touched? <laughs> what? <laughs> my mind is blown. I'm like, at this point, also at this point in my life, I'd like barely spoken to 
a boy face to face, you know, since I was like nine years old. So oh, we we do get a we do get a, a sort of Melanie insert into this. There's a, a girl who has previously been homeschooled by her mom for most of um, her schooling and now is uh, going to a regular school with everybody. What's else. her name? And she, uh, her name's. Jen. I bet that helped. I was like, there I am. And, and and Jen and Sam become friends in this book. Of course they do, because everyone loves a homeschool girl. <laughs> Just common knowledge. They they make the best friends. They're not weird at all. They 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 ride their horses together. Love that. Jen helps her with her math homework sometimes because she's not good at math, I guess. See, I wasn't either. Uh, I don't really remember Jen super clearly. But I, I mean, I had other focuses, so that's... Yeah, yeah. Um, anyway, so I don't... I don't really remember. I just remembered, yeah, the vague reference to, like, the Jughead Hammerhead thing. Um, and that that horse is, like, a dick. And is making her yeah. phantom stallion look bad. And obviously Link Slocum sucks, once again. Yeah, I mean, he shows up to suck pretty much in every in every book. Uh, one, once again, threatens some children in front of other people. <laughs> yeah, I mean, what? what is a... Her bus driver calls the sheriff. What is a horse story if there's not uh, a full-grown man an older... threatening yeah. some, some younger folk? No, I wouldn't. Um, okay, well... Do you, re- do you remember anything about the other one? Okay. Uh, I, I don't really... I, let's read the description for that one. Let's see if there is a description. Let me see if I can find... Uh, Other than it just being the same, like, blurb from yeah. the beginning of the I don't even have that on this one. Like, I just spent uh-huh. so much time talking thrift books up, and then it's just like, they totally let me down. But, you know, whatevs. Uh, uh, okay, so some like vague feelings are coming back to me. So this one, see, I liked this cover a lot because it was always my dream, my dream to have a buckskin horse, which... She's real, she's real short, though. She doesn't meet her height yeah, requirements. Um, she's petite, which, you know, that's okay. She's, like, she's basically yeah. a pony. She's, like, 13. So oh, she's literally a pony, then. Um, she, yeah. Uh, but buckskin, that was, like, my dream. If you don't know what a buckskin is, their, their body is uh, similar to a palomino. So, like, golden body and then black mane and tail, and usually they'll have, like, dark coloring on, like, their legs and maybe some other spots in their body. Um, not spots, but just some dark in other areas. Anyway, whatever. Um, <laughs> there, look him up. Oh, Spirit Stallion of the Cimarron, if you've ever seen that. He's a buckskin. Beautiful. Yeah. Beautiful. Big fan. Um, <laughs> but, so, and it's called Dark Sunshine. Um, so, in, on the cover is this buckskin horse, clearly mid-run, um, and it looks like there's a fire in the background. She has she has a wild eye, so you can tell she's scared or potentially a little bit bonkers, or both. 
Um, and then the little blurb says, a dangerous fire is burning. So, okay. Um, and then, let's see, hold on. Terry Farley has, oh, sorry, also, I just did, my, moved my elbow weird on my desk. It didn't feel good. Oh. It made a weird noise. <laughs> I didn't like it. Um, okay, <clears throat> so the Terry Farley, on her website, she has a better blurb here, um, which I also used to check Terry Farley's website, like, oh, every day. Finally, there's finally an author website that doesn't just lead to some shady no, link. Her website is it's, actually it's still, still up. up. <laughs> it's still up. And, um, see, yeah, that, I think I told you about it, but there's, she wrote this other book called, um, Seven Tears into the Sea, and so that was, I would, like, Oh, the selfie yeah. one. Um, I loved that book. But anyway, um, so this says, when Sam rescues an abused mare from, not mare, mare, mare. Um, when Sam rescues an abused mare from outlaw horse wrestlers, she knows she's done the right thing. But the ranch already has a full corral, and a long drought means the cattle are running out of grass. Of course, her dad refuses to allow her to adopt another Mustang. The frightened and dangerous mare is just beginning to trust Sam when the wrestlers learn Sam is the one who told the authorities about their illegal wild horse trap. Now it's up to Sam to keep the mare, and herself, safe. Um, that, again, sounds very dramatic. Um, and let's see. I, like, have a, yeah, just, like, a very vague memory of, like, her rescuing this horse. Um, but it, not, like, any specifics. Um, let's see what these, um, some of these say. This one seems very positive. Um, Terry Farley really exhibits her strength when it comes to when it comes down to knowing the hard facts in her third book, Dark Sunshine. All of the information is well organized and certainly accurate. This person would know. Um, you can't write a book like this unless you have really got your hands dirty and done it yourself, and I believe Farley has. So, I mean, she thinks she's, like, gone and rescued horses from horse wrestlers. Anyway. Um, Sam is off on another <laughs> crazy, exhilarating adventure, and she'll plop you on a horse for the ride. Okay. You get a real in-depth feeling of really being out there, really seeing what's happening. Sam has to experience with dark sunshine to get a response, and it is touching to read about the dedication and heart Sam displays so clearly. For young and old horse lovers alike, this book and the entire series is definitely worth reading. I hope this review is helpful. Yours truly, Anna the Equestrian Critique. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Anna. I like her. Uh, she, has a, she has a sign <laughs> off. Uh, if only I'd, I'd been doing that at the time. Um... What would your, your tagline have been? I don't know. That's a good question. Um, hmm. I mean, I feel like at this point, I've 
just made a name for myself as the homeschool horse girl. So, like, could have just been Melanie the homeschool <laughs> horse girl. <laughs> Everyone's like, you're going to have to narrow it down. That's actually a lot of people. So, <laughs> like, literally homeschooled horse girl. Not, not these, not, not like these other fakers who just have the homeschooled horse girl energy. <laughs> um,. I mean, I think there's probably a lot of people who have been homeschooled and yeah. were horse girls. I, I think that's that's probably actually a big demographic, considering they included Jen in this book. Know. You know, they're like, we gotta, we gotta appeal to our fans. <laughs> we gotta base. put one in there for the homeschooled horse girls. Gotta give them somebody they can really identify yeah. with. Oh. Okay, so let's see. Okay. This sounds vaguely familiar so this um this one says in this book sam rescues a buckskin mare who has been horribly treated by her previous owners sunny is skittish and frightened and reacts violently to people to make things worse dad and graham have agreed to go along with a program called harp where at-risk kids work on training mustangs this means that sam and jake must open riverbend ranch to a rebellious girl called mickey and dad and Brenna Olson seem to be seeing a lot more of each other than they should. This was a great book. It had a lot of emotion. It was nice to see a new character. There was lots of action. Definitely a top book in the series. Loved it and can't wait for more. Um, okay, so that, uh, so they're alluding to, it sounds like, there's there will be a relationship with Dad and Brenna, potentially. <laughs> potentially. Um... And that's what I remembered at some point there was some sort of like at risk kid thing. Um have a vague memory of Mickey, but not Is Mickey mean to like the horses? No, not really. I mean like they do have like one little incident where she like kind of gets her signals crossed or whatever with mm. the animal, but she's not like intentionally trying to be abusive. Okay. Is she blonde? Okay. Yes. Okay. 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 Um, okay. And so were the, so the Sunny, was it like they were using, they were like using her to like lure other, to like, to like yes. basically scare Mustangs into like following her to... Yeah, yeah, the whole, like, Judas horse thing. Oh, how mean. We made her Judas. And she just, she just wanted to hang out with the other horses, man. Poor little baby. Um. Tiny, tiny <laughs> I like this. <laughs> this last, the last review uh, says, I really want something romantic to happen with Jake, whether it's with Sam or someone else. <laughs> anyway, more romance and a little more detail and insight about Sam. But other than that, this series is really good. And I think it's getting better than the Thoroughbred series. Bold statement. That was also previously my favorite series before this. P.S. More about Jake! With like 12 <laughs> exclamation points. Everyone loves Jake. I knew I wasn't alone. And that was definitely me. Like every book, I was like, "Is it gonna happen? Are what's are they gonna hold hands? Will they hug? Will they kiss? When are they gonna talk about their feelings for each other? They clearly have feelings for each other." 
like every single book i was just like <laughs> and then i'd be like a little disappointed every time so i was like they're not dating yet um <laughs> i mean she's 13 i know but like as like a 12 year old i was like at like 11 12 year old i was like you're like i was I'm like ready. she's like so old I thought, like, eighth graders were very mature. Um, I didn't have a great, you know, sense of who who was a child and who was not. Because everyone older than me seemed like an adult. I, like, I feel like throughout these books, like, especially the, like... I feel like the haircut is kind of, like, a little bit of the moment for Jake, where he is like, oh, shit. Oh. <laughs> like, is this, what, like, like, I feel like he's like, wait a second, hold up, what am I, what's going on here? Um, because he just acts really weird about it, but, um, I feel like throughout, like, the rest of the books after that, so far, he, like, is way more aware of the fact that, like, that's a potential than she is, like, She's just kind of, like, annoyed at him sometimes, being like, uh, he, like, bosses me around and acts, like, brotherly or whatever, but there's, like, several times where she does something that could be perceived as romantic if you were, like, looking at mm. it that way, and he seems embarrassed. So, like... Ugh, love it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll give yeah. you specific examples later, but you, you kind of get the, the feeling that, like, it's fairly unconscious on Sam's end at this point. She just, like, is kind of, like, annoyed by him being, like, heavy-handed with her and, like, doesn't really go beyond that. But, uh, like, Jake, I think, is aware. Okay. Good to know. Um, well, do you want to get into... I don't really... I don't have, like, any other details that you I got, remember. You got um, Which I think is just gonna be the theme moving forward is, like... I, <laughs> General themes, uh, I can remember, but, like, specifics, no. Um, a few specifics here here and there. At some point, there's gonna be a, a girl named Calliope will show up. Uh, and uh, that was... <laughs> I remember it specifically because that was my uh, mom's mom's name was Callie. Callie Jean. Um, but I didn't know how to say Calliope. So for, like... Until, like, much, like, well into my, my adulthood, I thought it was, uh, I think I said it, like, I never said it out loud either, but. Like, Calliope like, or like Calliope or something. And I was like, that's a stupid <laughs> name. <laughs> um, and then someone said Calliope, and I was like, what's, what? <laughs> what is that? <laughs> Siobhan is the one that I never understood for a long time reading it. I was like, Saiba? Yeah, no, like, definitely did not yeah. know that. Um. But anyway, anyway, that was just a weird aside. But um, yeah, so we can just go straight into uh, Penny for your trots. Okay, so the uh, second book, Mustang Moon. Um, God, honestly, I just want to gossip about like the Jake parts right now since we're already talking about it. Okay, so. Um, at the very beginning of the book, one of her first concerns is that she's going to be starting school, like, at this new school, and she, like, isn't sure who her friends are going to be. Like, she's not really sure. Like, she's kind of worried about that, and she says something to Jake about it. Like, who am I going to, like, 
who am I going to hang around with? And he's like, dude, I don't know. I'm not a freshman. Like, how am I supposed to know who you are going to be friends yeah. with? Um, um, but then it, he mentions that, like, Jen, who is somebody that she had met before, who, like, used to live on, like, a nearby ranch, and they don't own that ranch anymore because the Slocums bought it because they were having financial troubles. Um, but she used to live on a nearby ranch, so it's somebody that she knew before. Like, he, he says something about how, like, oh, yeah, Jen will probably be at the bus stop, um, so you could talk with her, maybe. And... She's like, oh, aren't you going to be at the bus stop? And he's like, no, I'm getting a ride with my brother. And you can't come. <laughs> um, but, like, then later um, she shows up at the bus stop having had her hair cut. Um, because, like I said, Brenna helped her mm-hmm. cut it because she stopped by to, like, talk to them about the the heart program or whatever. She, like, and... Sam's dad are having, like, discussions about, like, work. She also is, like, trying to find somebody who can do some horse tracking mm-hmm. for her for money. And her dad's like, no, I'm gonna work for myself. I'm not gonna work for the government. Like, uh, He's a libertarian. Uh, just, be- just being kind of a weirdo about it. Meanwhile, they're, like, fucking broke yeah. as shit. They've had, like, problem... Like, they had a problem with their hay getting uh, wet and, like, not being able to dry yeah, properly. Well, it hasn't gotten moldy yet, but it basically has to be used right away. And so, like, the Eli's agreed to buy some, and there was some person that they knew that they were going to recommend buy some of this hay mm-hmm. right now. Um, and her dad, like, feels embarrassed about being, like, bailed out by right. them, you know. Because he's but a man. They're like, whatever, we're, like, neighbors, and you help us with mm-hmm. stuff, too. So, like, we're not worried about it. Um, but so when... Um, when she shows up at the bus stop to talk to Jen, Jen mentions that Jake said, like, Jake basically described her to Jen so Jen would know who she is. So it kind of seemed like he was, like, trying to look out for her to, like, make a Interesting. friend. Uh, but she, like, because Jen's like, oh, Jake said that your hair was like this. Like, and she's like, nah, yeah, he probably doesn't know because I literally just did this. Um, and she's thinking to herself that, like, Jake doesn't, like, change, so he's not gonna mm-hmm. like it or whatever. What is it? What's her haircut um, like, did they say? Um, it's, it's not that different, but basically, like, Brenna just cut, like, the bangs better to, like, frame her mm-hmm. face and stuff, because her mom was a hairdresser, mm-hmm. so she used to, like, she at least can do, like, a better job Sam than did. her <laughs> cutting her own hair. Yeah. <laughs> um... So, she's at school, and at one point, like... Jake's, like, walking by in the hallway with, like, his friends and, like, notices her and, like, stops for a second and then doesn't say anything and just walks off. But he just, like, reacts in a really weird way. And she's like, he's mad. And I was like, no, dude, he saw you out of the corner of his eye and was like, oh, there's a cute girl over there. And then realized it was you and felt weird about it. Like, like, that's what happened. Yes. In my opinion. Um, and then they, like, don't see or talk to each other for a mm-hmm. while. And then, the, like, the next time that they see each other, like, he's over at their house for something. And he gives her, like, a hug. And it's just, like, the whole scenario is, like, has such awkward first date energy. Where, like, they're both, like, happy to see each other and just being kind of weird. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I was, like, reading it and I was like, the sexual tension in this scene is is going up there a little bit. 
Um, and then there's also, there's a thing in the second book, uh, or in, in, I mean in the third book, in the second book that we read, in this Dark Sunshine book, where there's, like, this fire, right? Um, and so, like, the Eli's come over to help them with it, because it's, like, their well only has so much water in it, so they can only get so much water through their hoses before, like, the pump doesn't have any water to pump for a little mm. bit, and so they can only, like, wet things down to a certain extent. And the Eli's have, like, something that can help, and then hopefully they can, like, wet things down enough that, like, the actual fire department can get there before everything, like, mm. burns. Um, so the Eli's show up. Jake initially isn't with them, um, so it's just, like, all of his brothers and, like, his dad and stuff helping them. Um... And then he shows up later, like, once the fire is kind of, like, out. And so Sam immediately, like, gives him a hug because she's, like, stressed out or whatever. And they get done hugging and he's, like, visibly embarrassed. <laughs> but he, like, doesn't say anything mean because he's like, oh, yeah, this, this must have been, like, a hard time. <laughs> <laughs> it's just feeling really awkward. Um... Well, and then so she looks, she looks over and, like, she makes a comment about, like, seeing some, like, seeing some, like, romantic thing or whatever. And he meant, he's like, oh, yeah, like, my mom gets kind of stressed out when my dad has to, like, do firefighting stuff. Like, she would prefer that he just do ranching because it's dangerous or whatever. Because Jake thinks that she's seeing his parents hugging. Oh. But no, she's seeing her dad and Brenna like making out. Wait, they were making out? <laughs> like they're kissing. <laughs> they're kissing, yeah. <laughs> but like, it also creates this weird context where everybody's hug, like all these couples, uh -huh. right? Right after this fire are like partnered off and they were doing that too. Hmm. So I was like, hmm. <laughs> Suspicious. I don't know. Those are the two hugs, but I thought there's been a hug each book so far. <laughs> Stepping it up a little bit at a time. All right. Back to the yeah, actual okay. plot. So, <laughs> but those were the two scenes where I was like, interesting, <laughs> interesting. There's definitely, but yeah, like, I don't know. Like, in that scene, she just was like, oh, I'm stressed out. My friend is here. And like, yeah. you know, I'm going to give him a hug. And he just like... You know, he's, try he's like, nice about it, but he's just, like, awkward and then embarrassed. Mm -hmm. So, I, like, I kind of, I feel like he's, like, definitely, like, more aware of the potential issue yeah. than she is at this yeah. point in time. Um, okay. So, in this book, the, the Mustang Moon one, um, so she happens to see this, like, blue roan horse, like, a few times. Um, and there's been a few horses. Like, so... Slocum is, like, convinced that the Phantom is harassing his horse and... or his horses. And he ends up, like, losing this really expensive one that he bought that was, like, came in this really fancy van and everything. Um, to the point that he, like, shows up at the bus stop to, like, yell at her. Like, so her and Jen are, like, sitting there. They're, like, trying to get on their bus to go to school. And, like, one of their classmates' dads is just, like, screaming at them. To the point that the bus driver is like, Sarah, I've called the sheriff. Like, I need you to leave. <laughs> like, you could 
you could please stop yelling at the 13 year old girls if you go on your way. So we're cool. a fan of the um, bus driver. Yeah, I mean, he doesn't, we don't really hear too much else about him, but I like that he was like, I'm just going to call the cops. I don't have time for this. I'm just trying to take children to school. I don't need um, full grown men yelling at children nearby. No, thank you. Yeah. Um, and his daughter is apparently so embarrassed that she just like goes home sick for the day. And then the next day, apparently she's running for like student council treasurer or something. There are just these massive posters of her all over, which like obviously was like she made her dad go buy these posters because he embarrassed her. Oh my god. Um, with her like, with like different slogans and her posed in different outfits. It's very okay. weird. Um, so, yeah, he, like, freaks out, thinking that it's, like, the Phantom, and he, like, decides that his solution is to put a, out, like, a basically a $10,000 reward, mm. where he's, like, $5,000 for, like, the return of my mare, and also $5,000 for the capture of, the, of this stallion. And so they try to get a hold of Brenna about this because it's illegal yeah. to do that. Like, you can't, like, put a bounty out on, like, random Mustangs. Yeah. Um, that's not how this no. works. Um, but this happens to be, like, like, she told them ahead of time that she had to go to, like, Washington for, like, a conference or a meeting or something like that. Um, and so she was going to have somebody else at the office, like, some, like, temporary person, that dude doesn't really, like, he's like, yeah, this is bothersome, whatever. He, like, doesn't care that much, because he's like, I literally am only here for a week, so <laughs> I don't, this is, I'm not doing anything mm -hmm. about this. Um, so they're kind of, like, on their own as far as dealing with this, and there are a few things where they see, like, like, random guys in, like, trucks trying to just, like, lasso any Mustang, and, like, some of the ones that they are harassing like this are like obviously like old tame horses that were just let go and you know it's like they're not even going after like any actual potential ones who could have yeah. done that um during the like during this period of time she happens to watch or and see like the phantom and this like blue roan having, like, a little bit of dominance issues, where, like, the Blue Roan, like, is kind of trying to, like, get with the Phantom's mares, and he's like, Whoa. go away, child. <laughs> like, he's not particularly threatened yeah. by it at the time. Um, so then, obviously, the Blue Roan solution is like, well, fine, I'm gonna go find some of my own girlfriends. <laughs> so he's, like, trying to take other mm -hmm. mares. Um, he ends up coming to their farm and taking... Uh, her grandma's horse, sweetheart. Not sweetheart. Who is, who is in like who hangs out with Ace because they're trying to like find horses that wouldn't bully Ace. So they have him and sweetheart like in a little Poor pasture Ace. together. <laughs> I know he gets kicked. Oh my god! He has like a little tender spot on his chest for a little bit. Poor little baby. Because he was trying to, he was trying to protect her. Um. And, yeah, so he has Sweetheart, and then he also gets Slocum's mare. Um, and then there's a part where she and the Phantom, like, are meeting at the river, as they sometimes do. 
their and late night love the affair. The comes, and he, yeah, and he's gonna, like, he charges at her. Like, he's, like, threatening to her, and the phantom, like, protects Not her. my lady. And they get into a fight, and he gets, like, a little bit injured in the course the of it. Yeah. And so then later, like, so she and Jake are are going to, are trying to, she convinces him to help her do some of this tracking to, like, prove that it's not the Phantom so that they can get this reward. And she keeps being like, we need to do this, we need to do this. Oh, and then when I get the reward, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, okay, so it's we, 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 and then it's I. I get this money, too. <laughs> like, are you confused? You want me to do half the work? You gotta give me half the money. Like, that's... What a little shit. Want me to drive back <laughs> around and track this horse, and you think that you get $10,000 and I don't get anything? Is that what you think is happening Sam, here? unacceptable. I think she just was, like, caught yeah, up in the moment. Sure. <laughs> she caves about it pretty easily, where she's... She was like, oh, how great to have $10,000. He's like, what amount? Because <laughs> it's... That's not right. <laughs> um, oh, there's a part where, um, so she she's getting interested in, like, the journalism club or whatever at school. And they allow her to use this really expensive camera. And then Rachel, just to be a bitch, drops and breaks it. Because she knows that, like, basically that... Like, anyone who has the camera checked out is responsible for it, and since Sam had it checked out, even though she intentionally broke it, like, Sam will be financially responsible That's for it. Up. And she knows that they don't have money. What a... What a... What a. <laughs> um, so, but I guess Jake's mom is, like, into photography, so he comes by to, like, lend her her mom his mom sends a camera over for her to use and they end up like planning to go out to take pictures and stuff of some of the wild horses. Cause that's something that she's interested in. But she also is thinking that if they can track these animals and they can show that the blue roan has the mares with him, that'll be the proof that they need that like the phantom didn't have them. Um, but in the course of doing this, they see, that the Phantom has this injury, and so Sam has to, like, go try and, like, do some, like, veterinary medicine on him. And the whole time, like, Jake's, like, losing it. He's so upset. But, um, he, like, does give her, like, the directions about what to do and, like, what would be helpful for him. But, like, yeah, she has to, like, it's, like, super cold. She has to take her coat off and then, like, go into the water with him and then, like, clean this cut, pull a thing out of out of the cut, like, a piece of, like, sagebrush oh, or something I like that. Oh, I remember that. And then, yeah, and then they, like, stick a piece of bread yeah. on it. And, like, then, I'm like, a like a diaper, yeah. basically, over it. to like, That's, like, what they have to, like, come up with on the fly. I totally um, remember that. But, like, the whole time that, like, they were leading up to doing this, Jake's like, I swear to God, I swear to God, if it seems like it's gonna hurt you, I'm just gonna lean on the horn and scare them all off. He's, like, just really mad. And so the whole time she's doing anything, like, she pulls out the piece of sagebrush and, like, the horse, like, jerks right. forward a little bit because it was just surprised yeah. at being hurt. And she's like, please don't, <laughs> don't honk the horn. <laughs> uh, but she's able to do everything that she needs and then like gets into the 
truck like totally like soaking wet and like shivering super hard and jake's just like so <laughs> angry the whole time <laughs> um and eventually like, she's kind of like she's like what what's your everything that you told me to do worked and he's like i just i don't like being afraid i don't want to talk about it <laughs> like leave me alone <laughs> Uh, what are other times that she embarrasses him? Oh, they have to brand her calf, that, like, cow that she Mm -hmm. rescued in the first one, Buddy, that's, like, her pet now, so that it doesn't get lost or whatever. They have to brand it and, like, put the little tag in its ear. And she's super upset about the prospect, and so she, like, asks Jake if he can help, because he's a really good, like, roper, and so she's like, She's like, will you please do it? Because, like, then, like, you'll do it, like, it'll happen immediately. Like, he won't have very much, like, she won't have very, I guess it's a female calf, but she won't have very much time to get scared, like, and you'll be, like, gentle about it. And he's just, like, so embarrassed. (laughs) But he does come and do it for him. Of course he does. The whole time he's just like, (laughs) don't, you're... Like, and he and her dad the whole time that they're having to, like, brand this calf and, like, you know, during, like, the season when they would normally be doing that, I'm sure they'd just be, like, doing one after the other and it wouldn't really be a big deal. So, making it this whole, like, fraught emotional thing, they're both just, like, very uncomfortable. (laughs) They're like, why is this, why is this a big deal right now? But they, like, are trying to be nice to her and, like, not be, like... You're being oversensitive, you know what I mean? But they're, like, the whole time they're both like, well, this is dumb. (laughs) Uh, yeah, so then with her, um, with her camera, she's able to, um, get some pictures at one point of the, of the Roan and, like, him with, with the mares and all that, um, and they end up sending it into, like, one of the big newspapers, basically because they know that uh, Link is going to, like, try to weasel yeah, out of paying totally. them. That was my immediate thought. Uh, so the- yeah, yeah, so they're like, we gotta publicize this, because he does try, where he's like, well, that's not the horse that I wanted, so you didn't capture it, and also, like, my other- my horse isn't back yet, so whatever. And now that she's out there, been running with these wild hers, like, I don't even know if I want to Oh my god. But the, I know he's being such a bitch. But, so the BLM ends up catching them, and um, they're able to return uh, Hammer, who ends up being named Diablo, to his oh, owner. he has an owner? Uh, uh, yeah, so apparently he was, like, he's actually, like, an endurance champion. Oh. So he's, like, a really... He's, like, a, he's a really, like, strong horse, but he is, like, kind of a one-woman horse where she was like, oh, sorry if he charged at you. I know he has a, he, like, he has an issue with that. He doesn't do it with huh. me, but he, like, is not, like, he's not, like, a good horse for other people. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Um, and it turns out that in the time <laughs> that that she was out there, uh, Link's uh, filly did get- Knocked up? <laughs> yeah <laughs> and he basically offers them the full because he like doesn't want it because he's like it's gonna be some kind of mutt and i'm like well but like I, I, like the other horse like i, I don't 
think it necessarily had a pedigree, but it definitely, like, had a lot of physical ability. Yeah. <laughs> like, it seems like their foal would probably... Be good. Have, like, would be a good horse, yeah. Um, so he basically is like, this is not the fancy kind of horse that I wanted, so save a stall for it, I'm giving it to you guys. <laughs> like, I don't want it. Um, I'm sure later when he gives it to them, then it's a great horse, he's gonna sulk like a bitch, yeah. but... That's a, that's what he offers. Um, so is he saying to, to like, to Sam or to, okay. Yeah, 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 to, like, their family. Um, but he does, he does finally pony up the $10,000 and Sam, mostly her dad has her put it in, like, a college fund or something yeah. like that. But she does get to, like, buy a few things, like, including, like, the, the pump for the well that they've oh. been needing. And her, her dad, like, puts up a big fight about it, but she's like this is what I would like to spend some of this money on. And, like, yeah, she, like, gets Jake's horse, like, a fancy oh, thing. Oh, what birthday. was the thing? What did and, she get? Oh, gosh, it was, like, some kind of a leather thing for, like, a headdress or something. Let me see. So I don't remember, but it was... She, like, sees it at one point at, like, the mall or something like that. Um... And she thinks that it would look nice on his horse. Um, hmm. Hmm. Okay. Oh, it's just like a bridle. Okay. What? What's the description? Does she give a description of it? Can I get the description? <laughs> Gosh, it's like way back at oh. the beginning when she sees it at the mall. But it's like a soft. It's like very soft oh. leather. I remember that part, but I guess it doesn't really matter. I'm sorry. I'm sorry I disappointed <laughs> you. It doesn't really matter, but that's um, very sweet. Was he embarrassed by that? Uh, I they don't show oh, her getting it. There. I'm sure he would be. What that would have been a perfect <laughs> scene. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, basically, like most of the humor in this book is just um, awkward men like getting embarrassed. Love that. <laughs> Uh, so that, yeah, that's pretty much the events okay. of that book. Should we and and her and her and Jen becoming okay. friends? We like that. It's important for a gal to have friends. Um, should we do like the? Do you want to rate that them individually or rate at the end? Oh, I mean, I guess we'll okay. just rate at the end. Okay. Since we're doing them in in a batch. All right. So then, dark sunshine. She is. Going for it starts with her going for a ride in the morning. She's supposed to be meeting Jen to ride, um, but she's not super surprised that Jen isn't there because Jen's been having like a cold, and so she's like, maybe she just was too sick to come out this morning. Mm-hmm. Um, and while she's out, she happens upon these horse wrestlers who are using this horse to like try to trick the phantom stallions, like whole herd into this like enclosure thing and the phantom manages to get most of the herd away and ends up having to leave like i think only like three Mm. horses behind um in order to get out and then also this one and so sam's like hiding and she watches them like take these three horses away and like gets a pretty good look at all the guys um and then they leave the the buckskin mare, like blindfolded, like alone and like starving in this 
in this enclosure. So then she, like, sneaks and gets it. And it's, like, very skittish about people, but because it's blindfolded, um, she's able to get it to follow Ace back to the Mm -hmm. ranch. And when she gets, she gets it back there and they end up, like, keeping it for, I mean, the whole rest of this book. I don't think the plan was for them to initially keep it. And eventually they, like, are entering into an agreement with the BLM to do fostering, which normally they would only do for, like, cults, but under certain other circumstances you can do it for an adult horse. And then the BLM will, like, pay them for keeping the horse. Um, But basically it's, like, very, it's, like, very skittish and it's also very sensitive to light because it's mostly been kept in, like, a dark stall. Um, and it just, like, doesn't really want to, like, look at people, you know, just has, like, kind of, it's a very, like, it's, it's got emotional problems. It's got trauma. Um, and so she, like, she keeps, like, wanting to, like, work with this horse and gentle it and the whole time, like, but it, like, will kind of, like, freak out and, like, throw itself against stuff. Poor baby. And so her, uh, her dad and Jake are, like, kind of not a fan of... Of the right. whole thing. Where she's like, Dick, do you think I should do this thing to help it? And he's like, I don't want to be involved. Don't involve me. <laughs> Stop asking me for advice about a thing I don't want you to do. Fine, do this. <laughs> he, like, can't help but help but help her, even though he's upset about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, but he's, like, resentful yeah. about it the whole time. Um, mm. I'm going to make a prediction, okay. though. At this point. We'll see if it comes true. So they established in, like, the first book that she really likes going to the movies. And that when she was in San Francisco with her aunt that they would go to, like, three movies Mm -hmm. in a day. That was, like, the thing they liked to do, right? Um, And there's a point in the second book where her grandma's taken her to buy school clothes. And she said something about how, like, oh, could we... Maybe we could see a movie. Mm-hmm. And Grant's like, oh, I'm not really into that. Um, but when, like, Jake is explaining why he wasn't at his the ranch, like, when the oh, fire happened he was at or a movie. whatever. He was at a movie with his mom. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, that's going to be the date. They're going to have to go to the movies. <laughs> like, when he gets his new car that he's saving up for. Okay, I like that theory. This is my prediction. This is the thing that I, I like think. that. Um, okay, sorry, I just had to <laughs> say that before it happens. Um, I think I think they're going to have a movie date. I think that's going to be the first like. Here's hoping. <laughs> that's I don't know. I feel like it's been set up. We'll see. We'll see if they remember it later. But. I, I have more faith in Terry than I have had in some of our other authors to, like, actually remember yeah. details. I feel like she's she plants things yeah. for a reason. Terry's, Terry knows what she's doing. Um, like, something that's planted in the beginning about this fire is, so, Mickey, the, the girl who's supposed to be there working with horses... Um, is assigned this horse named Popcorn, which is, like, in all Yeah, I have a vague memory of Popcorn. Yeah, and, um, so when she first comes there, and they're, like, telling her what she needs to do to get this horse to be comfortable with her, and, like, some of the mirroring stuff, and, like, different techniques to, to get 
a skittish horse to be comfortable around you. Um, Sam mentions to her, because she can smell, like, cigarette smoke on this girl. She, like, tells her, like, to be really careful about smoking there because it, like, because there's hay and stuff like that all over the place. That, like, especially doing that around the bunkhouse or anything like that, like, you could start a fire. And so just don't do that around here at all. Meanwhile, I'm like, why are we being casual about this 11-year-old girl smoking? Is she 11? (laughs) This is weird. Yeah! Oh, Jesus. (laughs) She's fucking 11. So that's the... It's not like a cool bad girl trait. I'm like, who is allowed... Who is selling this 11-year-old cigarettes? (laughs) No. I've got a lot of questions. Yeah, that's that's a bit that's a bit young. Um so then at one point later on after she's had some uh some disappointments, Mickey goes out to smoke and accidentally like lights their the old bunkhouse. Oh on Jesus. Fire and it's a whole thing. Like on fire yeah. on fire? Does it like burn down? Yeah, yeah. The old one burns down and the other like the barn and the the bunkhouse that like the Ranch hands sleep in is like in danger as well. Holy shit! <laughs> yeah, it's like a, a pretty serious fire. Yeah, okay. Um, and there were some plans if they were going to be doing this like harp program to maybe like refurbish that old bunkhouse for like you know some of the kids to like yeah. use or stay in. Obviously, that's not going to happen right now, but um. Depending on, like, what the BLM wants to yeah. fund, I guess maybe it could happen later if they wanted to pay Did, for Did, like, that, but, the BLM, like, um, cover expenses for, like, damage? Or I'm not sure about that part. I know that they are supposed to be getting, like, money for yeah. doing this. I would think they that uh, BLM would be liable. Yeah, yeah. Legally. And then, like, Brenna, like, allows her to continue to be in the huh. program, okay. too. Um and which Sam is like really salty about from like I mean she's salty like towards Mickey a lot just because like Mickey's kind of like being a pain mm-hmm. in the ass, and she's like why why are all these other adults being nice to her? And then at several points people are like, yeah she's eleven and she doesn't have a home and <laughs> like she's having behavioral issues for those obvious yeah. reasons. Um, and then occasionally Sam has to kind of be like fine. Fine, you're right. Fine. <laughs> I'm being unreasonable, but she is annoying me. Um, she did, like, light one of our buildings yeah. on fire. <laughs> Does she feel, like, I bad have... about that? Okay. Yeah, but, I mean, she's also, like, really defensive yeah. about it, too. You know? Because she's right. 11, and she's expecting bad things to yeah. happen. You know? Um... Yeah, but eventually, like, she she is, like, she and Popcorn, they don't, like, sh- show her riding him at this point, but, like, she does get Popcorn to the point that he'll, like, let her pet his nose oh. and, like, feed from hand- her hand and Cute. stuff. Um, so, um, because of the fire, the horror, like, uh, Dark Sunshine gets out and ends up being in, like, the Phantom Stallions herd, but it's obvious that he she's kind of injured. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, and at, after a while, like, the Phantom, like, basically brings her to the ranch, because, like, he, he's like, this needs some yeah. human intervention. Hey, that girl <laughs> fixed my leg one time. Like, 
maybe she, maybe you can help with this yeah. too. Um, and, but she like is really not wanting to like leave without him. Um, so they use like popcorn to get her to like come with mm-hmm. them. Cause she like likes to be in groups, mm-hmm. you know? Um, and then she's presumably able to get veterinary care after mm-hmm. that. That's, that's like right towards the end of the book. So they don't go into too much more detail, but like they get her mm-hmm. back. Um, so it seems like she probably yeah. can be fine. Um, the the big dramatic thing that happens in this is like, okay, so Sam's seen these horse wrestlers. Mm-hmm. And then at one point when they think that they will probably be trying to, to finally sell these horses that they stole. Because they like looked at first when the horses first got captured because Sam, you know, called the BLM mm-hmm. right away. Um, they didn't find any like unbranded or like newly branded horses at any of the auctions mm-hmm. so they're like okay they're holding on to them for mm-hmm. a minute um so then the next time things are are coming around their brands will be older looking mm-hmm. right um so she takes like the day off school with brenna to go with her to like this thing to see if they can like recognize any of the mm-hmm. people and as they're driving up, like, Sam recognizes their truck, even though they've, like, painted it. And it's got, like, the same, like, three horses in it that she remembered. Mm-hmm. And so Brenna and, like, the this guy who's, like, the brand inspector, like, impound their car and Whoa. take the horses and, like, arrest, like... So there's one guy that she recognizes and one younger kid who's with him who's, like, 19 hmm. or something like that. But there's still, like, two people... Who were involved on the loose? Um, and there's supposed to be a barbecue this day at at Link Slocum's house because he's celebrating. He's getting these like fancy bowls or whatever. But like everybody in town is like, "This is a terrible idea. You don't know how to manage those kinds of animals." But whatever, I throw your money around all you want, I guess. Uh, but he's having a barbecue because he's celebrating getting these cows mm-hmm. or something. Um, Jake's, like, really not happy about going. He's like, this is fucking dumb. He's like, the only reason why I'm going is my mom said if I didn't go, I had to pump the septic tank. <laughs> like, I... So fine, I'll go to the dumb barbecue. But Rachel calls Sam right before that and is, like, saying that basically they've run out of ice and asking if she can, like, grab some on her way and they'll pay them back for it. So Sam's like, hey, Jake, do you want to avoid going to the barbecue for a little bit? Our hostess asked. Your mom can't argue with this. Like, so they go to get, like, some ice, and then they also end up, like, buying ice cream. Or I remember that. Does she see, is there, or she's, like, in the building? She, like, sees them or something. Yeah, yeah. Oh, wait, I just remembered something, though. He tells her that she looks nice. Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. What? <laughs> How could you forget she that she, moment? She's surprised too. Like it's the first thing that happens. He's like, "Oh, you look nice," and she's like, "What's happening?" <laughs> I look what? <laughs> you th- you think I what? 
she's wearing a sleeveless orange top and white shorts. I remember that. And then they go get ice and they get ice cream and she Chocolate drops ice some cream of it on, on her, her shorts. shorts. Yes, 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 exactly. And then she's like, I should not wear white clothing. That's what I've learned from this experience. Some people shouldn't wear white and I am one of them. Um, so she goes to the bathroom just to try to like clean it a little mm-hmm. bit. And while she's in there, she overhears um, two people talking that she recognizes as being part of this group. And one of them, it turns out, they find out this a little bit beforehand, is um, Flick, oh, that guy yeah, who was working, was working for, for him before. Yeah, who had like a, like a droopy yeah. mustache and was like working for the BLM in a shady way. Well, he's back. He's obviously, he says something about having a standing $10,000 agreement with, uh, with somebody for that horse. So it sounds like, um, Link is still willing to, to pay to get the Phantom. Um, and Flick is like a really good roper. So she's concerned that he might actually be able to do it. Um, and the reason why she didn't recognize him before is he shaved off his mustache. That's a bold move. That just changes the face. Yeah. Um, so she hears him talking to this other guy. And then, oh, this is really funny, too. You'll like this. So she runs out to, like, talk to Jake. And she, like, as she's running, she's like, Jake, you'll never guess what I heard. And then, like, one of the two guys is out there. And he's like, oh, what did you hear? And she, like, oh, has yeah. to pretend like they're yeah. together yeah. or yeah. something yeah. like yeah. that. And so she's, she says something about how, like... Oh, it turns out you only have to be 16 to get married in Reno. Isn't that great news, Jake? And he's like, like, he immediately is, like, just really mad and upset with her. And, like, so she, like, gets him to, like, go off with her when the guy's like, yeah, I don't know if that's true, but good luck. (laughs) Like, he, like, doesn't, he's like, whatever, this is weird. Um, And Jake's just like, don't say things like that. Do you have any idea the amount of gossip that, like, could be generated from anybody overhearing this? We do not live in a big town. What are you doing to me? <laughs> He's just super mad. Um, but she's like, okay, stop yelling. I just couldn't think of anything else in the moment. Listen, this is who that guy is. And so she starts, like, telling him the whole thing, and she explains that the other guy, um, she's like, we gotta, like, you know, we gotta go after them. They were telling, they were explaining where they were going and, like, they're definitely gonna try to go after the Phantom. And also that other guy is is totally flick and Jake's, like, super... He, like, initially wasn't gonna, like, help her Mm. with this. But Flick has, like, a history of just being a really big racist to, like, Jake's family. (gasps) Yeah, apparently he's been, like, really, really, like, shitty to like his brothers and has said stuff about like their kind Jesus. um so he he like already hates him a lot so he's like so this is a good sign terry's aware of racism which it seems yes. like none of the other authors have been <laughs> so far no which is why they ended up being kind of racist as they like had yeah. another point for terry she she knows the racism uh, exists that's good yeah, so I, so they end up, like, starting to, like, f- kind of follow these guys to where they're going, because they know that they're going to be, like, trying to catch the Phantom. Um, 
And she's, like, trying to tell him what she overheard, and he's just, like, very being very emotional, where, like, they'll start to kind of argue, and she's like, could you just drive? And he's like, I'm, like, I can drive. I'm driving just fine. She's like, well, every time you turn to yell at me, you go down, like, eight miles an hour. You start driving a lot more slowly. (laughs) So they're, like, having, like, this argument while driving. And then they keep, like, pausing for a minute to be in awkward silence and then argue some more. (laughs) I love that. So she, like, starts telling him everything that she overheard. And one of them said something about, like, Dr. Winchester, and she's like, yeah, I don't know who that is. And he's like, yeah, that means they have a gun, Sam. That's what that means. <laughs> like, that means that we're going after them, and they definitely have a oh, gun. Good. So, great. Glad to have not been told about that before now. <laughs> so they get there, and, like, she just, like, runs out of the truck because she knows he's not going to, like, let yeah. her go. And she, he's just like, God damn it. Like, he, like, yells after her and she's like, I can't hear, I'm running. Um, I can't hear, I'm running. <laughs> That's a good excuse. Uh, <laughs> so then, like, um, she gets up there and, like, Flick is, like, being threatening to her, and, and but she, like, knows that Jake was probably right yeah. behind her, so she's, like, scared, but she can kind of hear some, like, noises, um, and it turns out that, like, Jake, like, got the, the gun out of their car, and Jesus. so he has it, and then he, like, the guy tries to lunge for him, she tackles him. And he, like, throws the gun off the, the okay. canyon, and, like, that scares the horses. Oh, no. Um, and the guy, I guess, like, hurts his, his ankle, and they, like, she, like, bolts past him after, like, shoving him down, and then they, like, grab each other's hands and are, like, running. And the whole time she's being like, stop pulling me! And he's like, shut <laughs> up. I'm so upset with you right now. Jesus. <laughs> I don't want to hear a single thing. Um, and then later she, like, like he was, like, threatening her that whole time, too, like uh, Flick was. And so then later they're, like, going back to, like, you know, basically report this and stuff. And she's like, why did you, th-? like, she's like, well, what if he follows us? And he's like, I got his car keys already, like, because I went into his truck <laughs> and, and got his, his gun also. She's like, why do you throw the gun off the canyon? And he's like, honestly, because I might have used it. <laughs> like, I don't, like, I hate that guy, and he was physically threatening you. So, like, you know, not going. I considered shooting him. I'll say that much. <laughs> like, that's basically like what he tells her. And then they're both just like sitting there in the truck, like, <laughs> what do we do with this information? <laughs> Listen, I may or may not have considered a murder because somebody was threatening your safety slash I already hated him because he's racist. We don't need to talk about it anymore. Oh um, so then there's, like, a lot of drama that about, like, they, like, get back and, like, basically, like, run into this barbecue to, like, tell, you know, Brenna about the situation. And she's, like, looking for her handcuffs while wearing, like, a sundress and shit. Brand's a um, badass. So they they end up, like, you know, getting to arrest the the rest of the wrestlers. 
Um, and they've got dark sunshine back and everything's fine. Well, gee dang. Yeah, I mean, a lot, a lot happens in those two books. Yeah. Well, that that was a lot. That was a lot. There were a lot of good Jake and Sam moments. I'm glad that you remembered. Yeah, it. You know, there were the the multiple hugs with him being embarrassed about it was. Yeah, no, that's like that's a perfect <laughs> Stephanie reading moment. <laughs> Me like laying in bed at like midnight, like. <laughs> <laughs> oh, intriguing! Oh, interesting! Interesting! Oh, Sam. Sam doesn't know what's going on here, but I do. <laughs> oh, I can see. I can see where this is heading. Poor Sam. She'll get there. She'll get it. I mean. You know, it makes sense that she is just, like, behaving as is natural to her, and it's, like, not that examined yeah. yet. She, she'll get she'll get it. But, like, other people also definitely are aware, because his brothers tease him yeah. at one point about it. Like, because she, like, is coming up to, like, ask him. It's, like, their whole family has dinner together, um, and she, like... Before everybody leaves, goes and asks Jake to, like, help her uh, with the roping of Buddy. Mm-hmm. Um, and she, like, really awkwardly, like, at the end of the night when everyone's leaving, like, goes outside and she's like, Jake! And his his brothers are like, Jake! <laughs> like, I'm making fun of him. <laughs> yes. That's, they, like, do that. That's, like, their thing is, like, is that, is that stuff. Classic older brother stuff. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if you're like the youngest of like six brothers, it's like they're just, I'm sure it's a nightmare. Yeah. But <laughs> no, especially if you're like a kind of a shy yeah. guy, which it seems that like would he be is terrible. Um, just every day is just full of like discomfort and embarrassment for him. <laughs> uh, Love it. But, I, like, man, I, like, I mean, I guess I never really dated in high school, and I never have, like, dated anybody that, like, my family knew. But, like, that, like, that whole thing seems like it could potentially be very mortifying. Like, if you're, like, a shyer person, you know, yeah. and if you, like, to have everyone aware that, like, you're romantically interested in, like, a family friend, your families are all super close, so they're probably all talking yeah. about it, like... No, that would be... (laughs) Can you imagine, like, trying to go on a date in those circumstances where, like, you know that, like, basically both of your families, the second you get home, are going to be like, oh, what happened? Like, you know, your whole community would know immediately. And you know, they're probably, like, waiting for it to happen. They're like, this is why They definitely are. (laughs) Like, I mean, her grandma in the last book thought they were already fucking. Like... (laughs) Come on, grandma. (laughs) Let's take it down. Sam's like... Excuse me, I'm 13 and I haven't thought of it yet. Good <laughs> so. lord. That would have terrified me at that age. I mean, it t- I mean, you know. I mean, you know how long it it took me to get there anyway. But Oh, it, no thank yeah, you. Yeah, I mean that just that like I can I can understand like the embarrassment and the awkwardness that is going on. Like 
a little bit less so for Sam, but I can, like, I can understand even if, like, Jake's aware of, like, an interest where he's like, oh, God, I don't want to deal with no. this. <laughs> like, <laughs> no, no, no. This will just be so much. Yeah. But then he's still, like, you know, obviously has that, like, sense of responsibility from, like, her accident and yeah. stuff like that, too. So he, like, really can't, like... He feels very obligated to, like, watch out for her. So he can't just be like, well, it's too embarrassing to like her, so I can't do it. He's like, no, I feel like I have to watch out for her. Plus he loves her. (laughs) (laughs) Obligation Uh, and true love. (laughs) I'm trying to remember, like, what exactly Oh, it's like when she's asking him to, like, do the calf roping thing, and he's like... Basically being too modest. Like, she's, like, worried he's just going to be too modest about it. And be like, no, I'm not that much better yeah. than anybody else at this. Um, he's like, why do you need me to do it? And she's like, because you'll do it right. And, he, like, she won't have to be scared for more than she has to be. And he just says something like, you fucking drive me nuts. <laughs> he's like, it's just so He's like, God damn it, I have to do it now. Everyone's gonna make fun of me about it, too. Like, you know, like, the second he got out to, like, go over to our house really early in the morning, his brother's gonna yeah. make fun of him. Like, at 5 a.m., oh, he's, like, getting out and getting made fun of him. Oh, you're gonna go see Sam? As, he, as he's, like, leaving to go do this, like, in his mind, probably kind of dumb and unpleasant chore, like, and his brother's just being like, Jake, <laughs> You know that was his kitchen that yeah. morning. Like, <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I love it. I love reliving these <laughs> memories, and she's so good. Um, so let's rate the books individually. So, okay. uh, what was it Mustang Moon? So yeah. Mustang Moon scale one to ten ponies. Um. Literary worth. Um. Oh, I guess, like, I don't know, like a six or seven. I mean, for, like, the type of book it is, it was good. Um. I kind of. I wish that, like, Rachel got more, some more complex motivations than I'm a bitch. Um, maybe that'll happen later. Yeah. That'd be nice. It kind of seems like she's just like, I don't really want to be here, so I'm going to make this miserable for everyone around me. I'm feeling jealous that, like, other people seem to be taking an interest in you. Um, that was a little bit one-dimensional. Mm-hmm. Um, but I did I did like the... I mean, in general, the writing was decent. Okay, okay. Um, scale of one to ten ponies, horse content. It's definitely high horse content again. Um, I don't know, like a seven on the horse okay. content. Seven. Um, scale of one to ten ponies overall enjoyment. It's probably like a like a seven, yeah. Mostly because of the awkward hug. It was very <laughs> funny to me. That whole part where he was like, "Oh no, I like her haircut," and then he like doesn't know what to do is was extremely funny to me. <laughs> That makes sense. He also makes a comment about how, like, just generally guys don't like it when you cut your hair or something like that. I remember reading that and I was like, true, because my dad was always like, don't cut your hair. Don't get bangs. And I was always, like, chopping my hair off. 
It's like you could have beautiful I, long hair. You know, I feel like he's just he's just mad because he had to like realize something about himself uh, yeah. and it offended him. <laughs> I didn't need this in my head. How how dare you make me not recognize you for a second and think you're cute? Uncalled how for. Dare you? Untoward. <laughs> Jake trying to live his life, <laughs> assaulted by the information of his own interest. Uh, that you know, I felt that moment where you're like, you've conv- you've like buried your feelings for someone down so deep that like when you're made aware of them to yourself, you're like, oh Jesus Christ. What is what is become that unleashed? I that I'm attracted to somebody. I feel like I'm being personally victimized. Yeah. I'm like I'm a good person. <laughs> I didn't ask for this. It's like I was like this is this is it. This is a, it's like why even bother with anything at this point? If this is just what's gonna happen, <laughs> I feel. Excuse me, I'm gonna go lay on the floor. <laughs> I'm gonna take a long shower in which I lay on the floor. I'm gonna think about how we got to this point. <laughs> And wish it didn't happen. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's it's never good. Like, I would say, like, most of the time, too, whenever I have, a like, a feeling of attraction for somebody, it's, like, somebody who I would never actually want to date. So I'm just, like, left confused, like, kind of staring down at my ovaries, like, why? Yeah. That person, for what reason? You have reason? to try to, like, Explain rationalize it to, it to There's yourself. There's no way. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> uh, those are all always absolutely unsuitable. What are you talking yeah. about? It's like a punch in the face when you realize, like, fucking, god damn it! <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense. Um, you know, but okay. Uh, uh, yeah, I just I I enjoy the mental image of like Jake like laying in bed that night just like staring at the ceiling like god damn it <laughs> we've all been there jakey we've all been there that's a relatable it problem is. it yeah. definitely is um okay well i feel like that was that was a good good review for that one um so dark mm. sunshine then scale of one to ten ponies literary worth know probably like a seven again i didn't like i feel like they were about the same quality level i i know that thrift books review would have you think that mustang moon is like heads and tails above any other book but i mean you know it's about the same kind of adventure story okay scale of one to ten ponies horse content for dark sunshine i was definitely i mean i feel like all of these are like very horsey yeah um so still probably like an eight okay that makes sense. I learned a couple. I learned a couple of things. I feel like that's always that gives it a bump up in the horse area. We we got some more like bit descriptions and stuff. We like too. that. That's how that's how you know uh, that she, Terry knows what she's talking about. She's really experienced it. Yeah, yeah. Sam, of course, using the snaffle bit as we've come yeah. to expect. Um, Link has something called a spade bit, which is really nasty, I guess, if you don't know what you're doing. That makes sense. Oh, let me, hold on, let me look that up. I, like, it kind of sounds like it's, like, it's got, like, a lot of, like, kind of edges or corners yeah. or something to it. Oh, so if yeah, you were yeah, somebody yeah. with a, a, 
with like a really fine um, amount of like skill with your reins, maybe that could be good for like really small adjustments yeah. or something like that. But like he doesn't know how to do fucking anything. Yeah. So. Okay. Okay. And so now, uh, scale of one to ten ponies, overall enjoyment. Say probably like an eight, yeah, because of the of the drama of the, especially like that scene where like they hug. Jake's in Paris. She sees her dad kissing Brenna, and then she's like, Jake's parents are hugging simultaneously. I was like, this is an accident. <laughs> all the couples coupling up. All the. All the couples, which which includes you, Jake. I think you you know, but does. Sam doesn't. <laughs> no, he definitely does, which makes it even funnier because you can kind of tell that he like doesn't want to, but he like can't really like stop things yeah. from going in that direction. So, because it's also like he can't like she if she doesn't know, he can't tell her. You know what I yeah. mean? So, so he can't be like, oh. It, we don't want this to be romantic, right? Because she'd be like, what are you talking about? <laughs> Ugh, love it. Um, it's just funny that he's suffering. It's funny it, to me. It is. Teenage boys. What lives they lead. <laughs> uh, I, it's, you know, the whole thing is the, it's, it's very, like, the mortifying ordeal of being known. You know, like, that whole aspect of, of romance. Yeah. Definitely. It's extremely mortifying. It's very embarrassing. It is. It definitely is. I agree with you. (laughs) (laughs) Feelings, no thank you. (laughs) Romantic feelings, definitely no thank you. Oh, God. Like, especially, like, having to, like, parade that in front of your whole, like, tiny community slash, like, your parents (laughs) slash, like, all of your relatives. Uh, What was that? What was the thing that I, um... Oh, oh, that meme that you made of of something I said? Yes, it was like, hormones are disgusting and feeling... Romance is gross. Something like that. Yeah, something like that. No! I think I have it saved on my Instagram. Yeah, I, I think that was just from a conversation we had where I had, like, felt attracted to somebody and I was like, disgusting, get it away from me, Melanie. <laughs> I never, yeah. I never asked It was, this like, life, the best I... thing you've ever said to me. I mean, you've said many great things, but that one was top-notch. Let me see. I know I saved it because it was funny. Uh, it says it's it's hormones are disgusting and romance is gross and there's like a, a colored field. There is. Oh, should that be our picture like background? Little, like, I think probably, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I remember you saying that so distinctly because I just thought it was it was such an amazing thing to say. <laughs> I was so pleased. The the whole the whole process is just horrifying and and gross, it yeah. Is. It's real gross. It is. And I'll tell you what. Uh, start, starting your first relationship when you're 26 years old is like makes it so much more difficult to deal with those feelings. Because like there's a part of you that's like, 
I should be past this stage already. Like, uh, this is Im- the fact that I'm uncomfortable is embarrassing on its own, and then there's all of the other embarrassment. <laughs> in general, like if you if in your mind there's like a specific timetable in which like we should be having sex, this is not a good no. idea because I no, thank you. I'm I'm not I'm not going to do it on that timetable. If this is if you're like well, I've put in my three dates, Ooh. and uh, now I I feel like you owe me something. Jesus. Like I I'm not I'm not gonna do it. So <laughs> no, no, thank you to that. I I've tried that, and it's a bad time. So no, that I yeah, yeah. I that's I I don't I mean not I'm not like judging anyone that is comfortable having sex with people. Uh, that they don't know like I just it is so the idea of like being physical with anyone well really with anyone other than than Kyle (laughs) um I like it like disturbs me and that was like always I mean that's why I didn't really date anyone or like do anything physical with anyone until I was in my mid to late 20s I mean just because I was like I just never had that feeling of, like, I know that I want to do this with you. And then if I tried to imagine it, I would be, like, very disturbed. And I was like, no. Oh, I feel like it's a very transient thing for me. um, Where, like, occasionally... I think I have to just be, like, my hormones have to be up at a certain level. Where I'm like, yeah, this is normal. And then, like, afterwards I'm like, no... (laughs) No, that was weird. That whole thing was weird. It just feels like I, like, did a bunch of shit while I was drunk. Yeah. Like, later, nothing about it makes sense to me. Um, which is, like, not a vibe that I like. And also, like, I definitely have, like, been in the position before where I've been like, okay, well, like, I think that I could get to that point with this person. I, like, sense that potential. But I'm not at that point, yeah. And they are. So, like whatever, I'm just gonna do it, and then eventually I'll get to the point where I'm comfortable. But it's, like, I don't really want to do that anymore. Like, that's not fun for me, and then it also is, like, it's, like, I'm putting in an enormous amount of, like, emotional labor and effort to be, like, pleasing to this person, and they're not putting in anywhere near the same amount of effort to be pleasing to me. Like, they're, like, it would take effort on their part, to not want to have sex immediately, and they're not willing to do it. So why should I put in, like, that amount of effort to, like, try to want to fuck them sooner than yeah. I do? No, definitely not. It just, it feels, like, extremely one-sided, where I'm like, ah, oh, yeah, I'm, yeah. I don't know. I think, like, that whole, like, dynamic is why most of the people that I've dated have, like, a good feeling towards me, and I don't have a good feeling towards them. You yeah. know what I mean? Honestly, I think that I happens just... a lot with women. Because I, I, like, didn't expect to, um, like, enjoy sex that much, because I feel like the majority of what I've heard from, like, women that I'm close with, or, like, friends, has been, like... It's, like, fine, but, like, mostly it was, like, they were doing it because their partner wanted to do it. And I was, like, that just seems terrible. And I maybe yeah, that fed into, yeah, and, like, maybe that fed into, like, me not wanting 
not wanting to be physical with anyone, but I was just like, that doesn't, that doesn't seem right. And it was like, never the dudes that like I talked to. It was, that just came, it seemed like I heard that like from a lot of just kind of the women that yeah, I was around. There's, there's like, there's a sense of like obligation. Yeah. Cause men like, need to have sex and like. Thank yeah, you. that's how you, you, well, uh, and that's like a perpetuation is like, that's how you keep your man, quote unquote. Yeah, no, exactly. Exactly. Like, it's, well, and that's why I'm like, so hesitant to like, like, I'll have people like be interested in me. And I'm like, you're not, I'll tell you why. <laughs> like, I'm gonna explain to you what this actually is gonna look like. And then you're not gonna be interested. And pretty much 100% of the time, that's true. Um, where it's, like, it's not worth the effort to them to, like, wait around for a few months and see if I get it into it, yeah. you know? Um, so I, like, kind of don't even bother to, like, put in any investment yeah. into it when people, like, are like, I'm interested in you. I'm like, I don't think you are. I think, like, you liked my appearance and you thought, like, oh, I'd be willing to fuck that person. Like, okay, cool. Well, it's not, that's not the main thing that you can get out yeah. of this, so. Um, but it's, like, I would be afraid even to, like, really go on a date with somebody who I didn't have that conversation with because then, like, immediately there is an expectation yeah. of sex yeah. that, like, of, like, that fairly soon that's what you should yeah. be doing. And, like, if you're shying away from that, they're like, what's wrong with you? Like, you kind of, like, I thought this was what we were doing. Yeah. Like, that's, like, the agreement we made by going on this date, basically. And that's just, like, not not a comfortable situation yeah. for me. I, I think that makes a lot of sense. I think, like, the older kind of we get, the more that's just kind of, like, the expectation or the standard. And I, that's another reason, I think, why it took me so long is because it was like you know who's gonna wait and however many months until I feel like comfortable enough with them or like ready to do that and I just got to a point personally where I was like I just might never have sex with anyone or you know like that just might never happen like just because it I'm like, I'm definitely, yeah, I'm, I'm not going to be able to live up to that expectation that it's going to happen soon with like a, yeah. a, someone that I don't know. Um, and that definitely like, if I started talking to someone, it definitely always, there became like kind of a suggestion of a physical aspect to it quick. And I was like, yeah, <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> Yeah, I got I got to have a really like I had to go to the you know go get my annual mm -hmm. done a little while ago, and it was like a doctor I'd been to before, and they were like, "Oh, any like anything new to report on like your sexual history?" And I was like, "Nope." And she was like, "Uh, since since 2012," and I'm like, "Yep, nothing. <laughs> I got nothing for you." Like, oh, what are you using for birth control? And I was like, a general interest. <laughs> <laughs> That's the best response. <laughs> uh, they don't believe you if you're like of a certain age and they're like sexual activity, and you're like, no. They're like, just tell, like, just tell no. us. No, I like. 
I had that, I feel like at this point with that doctor, she did believe me yeah. just because I was like, I don't care. Like, that's not why I'm here. And, um, but I remember that a lot when I was like 16 and going there where they'd be like, oh, when was your last period? And I'd be like, I don't know. Cause I just really wasn't keeping track. And they'd be like, oh, well we better give you a pregnancy test. And I was like, unless it's the baby genius, yeah. <laughs> like it's super not necessary. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they just like straight up wouldn't believe you. They would just think that you yeah, were lying. No, that was like from like sixteen to well until like twenty six. It was like just you can just tell us. And I was like nothing to tell. Honestly, <laughs> honestly, nothing to tell. Like I'm not trying to trick it's, you it's... or me. Like there's <laughs> there's just I got nothing for you. Well, it's. It's because you're hot, Melanie. So they like they're like clearly people would be willing to sleep with this lady, and you're like, okay, other people's willingness is not the problem. The problem's right here. This is the problem. <laughs> Me. Oh, thank you for saying that. I also I Mel- I don't Mel- view myself in this that way. <laughs> Mel- Melanie's very pretty. Everyone okay. I don't pretty. think that. I don't think that's true. Um, Lots of people think that you're very pretty and cool. Well, just gonna what? Everyone we know thinks that. I don't think that's true, but that's but I think it is. It's definitely true. Well, you know what? (laughs) 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 I don't. I don't see myself that way. So we're just, and that you know that I think that was a big part of my problem. I could not picture myself having sex with someone. I was like, or trying to imagine someone else finding me sexually appealing. I was like, no, (laughs) no, no, no. It it simply, it simply does not. Now, like, I'm like, I know for certain that at least one person does. And I believe that. (laughs) But outside of that, I'm like, no. No, I'm not saying that you have to, that you, you should want any of these no. other people, but I guarantee you that many other people would be interested because you're very pretty and you're very funny. So funny. <laughs> She's so uncomfortable. <laughs> Thank you for saying that. <laughs> I don't know what to do with this! <laughs> I'm socks on. I gotta take them off because my feet are starting I, to sweat. I feel like it, at least like once per episode, you just have to say like I'm <laughs> sweating because I've embarrassed you. <laughs> That's all. It's just a fact of my life. I'm like I can feel. I am. I have become damp. <laughs> God, do you remember that like uh that like 10 word date things where people were like which one of these awkward dates are you and one of them was like fully sweated through a dress shirt in a nice restaurant and it was me. <laughs> it was just about me. Uh Right, we got we got off track. Um we got off track. We got 10 minutes before yeah, your dinner time. Yeah, I know. My dinner off. time. I I'm, you know, I'm like 80 years old. I, I 
try to and really have to eat by like 5.30 or 6 because I'm a grandma. But sometimes it doesn't happen and it's upsetting. <laughs> and and every, everyone's Yeah, suffers. everyone suffers. Okay. Anyways. Main, main characters. characters. Fuck. I had like a... St- <laughs> I had something that had like just come up. And then we started talking about sex. Uh, <laughs> hold on. No, that one's gone. But <laughs> I'm sure at some point, whatever that was, it'll come back. So did I... Wait. No, I thought it was coming back. It's not. Um, have I told... Um, the story of the time that, um, I was at Mackinac Island and we, I don't think so. So, um, I honestly forget that I've ever, that this ever happened and not like the horse part of it, but like, I forget that like where we were and, um, that I went to this place, but there's this place in, uh, Michigan called Mackinac Island. It's like this island that you go to where like you're not allowed to have vehicles. Like you basically either walk or like bike or ride like horse-drawn carriages everywhere. It's very small. Um very strange. When I was 16, my cousin got married um and he lived in Illinois. And so we went there for his wedding and then afterwards I went with my aunts and uncles and I think my cousin came to to Mackinac Island um no one else in my family went I don't even remember why it was very strange (laughs) um but we decided to go on like a a trail ride you could they had like trail riding there and so um pretty much like the whole family went And I had indicated that, like, I've ridden horses before, and so they gave me one of the more, like, experienced horses, which, like, looking back, I should not have said that. I should have just been, like, I've never ridden a horse in my life, because they just, like, give you kind of the the horse that is, like, more difficult, and then it became a very stressful experience. Um, But so me, my Aunt Pam, and my Aunt Sheila all got Appaloosas. This event also made me, like, very prejudiced against Appaloosas for a long time. So, like, everyone else, there were a bunch of us that went. We three got Appaloosas. And, like, from the get-go, my horse was just, like, he was, like, clearly, this happens a lot with, like, um, horses that are in, like, stables where you, like, can rent them out for, like, a ride or whatever and come back. They get, like, what you call barn sour. Like, they just want to, like, come back um, like, immediately, basically, um, and definitely, like, the end, they'll, like, just really want to get home, and so they can get more difficult, um, I can't, so they're basically, like, anyone who, like, is working a shift, yeah. they're, like, I'm fucking yeah. done, I'm I don't want to do this anymore, home. um, <laughs> so my horse, um, was just definitely like that, he was, like, very, um, hard-headed as well, and, like, high-strung, um, and just immediately I was like, fuck, this is going to suck. <laughs> um, and so we start going on, like, uh, whatever, we're getting through. I was, like, very anxious the whole time because, which didn't definitely did not help. Um, but he was just, like, 
a handful um and we were ha we were battling like the whole time and then like halfway through the ride um we had come out of this like these this like forested area to this like road and uh, i can't remember what exactly happened but my um aunt sheila's horse spooked and like did like rearing and bucking and threw her off and we were like on like pavement at this point and so she got oh, thrown geez. off onto the pavement um and like like i think i can't remember exactly she fucked her ribs up um and she was like mm -hmm. injured and that immediately like that was traumatizing because you're like jesus christ is she okay and then immediately my aunt pam's horse starts acting up pam has to like get off um because her horse is spooking my horse starts like getting all hyped up like everyone else's horses are fine yeah <laughs> it's just the three of us and so it was like horribly traumatic and so then we're like okay well like, we have to wait for people to, like, come get Sheila, like, make sure that she's okay. But we have to, like, get these horses back to the stables. Um, my horse hit, like, it's, you always say, like, if the whites of their eyes are showing. Um, like, especially in just, like, a normal situation, if the whites of their eyes are continually showing. That's how mm -hmm. you can sometimes tell if a horse is, like, hot. Um, so, like, more high strung. And so, like, my horses, I had gotten off of him at one point. Um, and his eyes were just, like, rolling and, like, super white. Mm -hmm. Like, Pam couldn't get back on her horse. Um, and so, at, I can't remember if, like, they came and got Sheila before we left or if, like, some people stayed there and then some of us went back. We were like, okay, hey, we need to get the horses back and, like, the horses are unsettled. Like, these horses especially are unsettled. Pretty much everyone yeah. else's horses are just being, like, chill, just standing around. My horse, like, did not want to stay there. He, like, did not want to stand still. Mm -hmm. I wound up getting back on him because um, I just felt safer, like, and because he was also, like, a big horse, yeah. and so I was like, okay, I just feel safer being, like, on him. Um, and so finally, we were like, okay, we're just going to go back. And, like, basically the whole time we'd been battling because he just wanted to be in the lead. Like, he wanted to be in front mm -hmm. of everyone and just, like, take off and whatever and so he was pissed because I was like making him stay with everyone um because we were like following a trail guide <laughs> it's like I don't know where we are I'm also like you know a, a child basically I was 16 but like you know I'm in like, a strange I don't, I don't land yeah this group. and yeah like he definitely he just wanted to like leave leave everyone behind and just like go go off <laughs> um and so we started going back and he was just like, so I think they wound up just walking Sheila and like basically ponying them. That's when you're like on the horse and hold on to just have the other horse follow along Pam and Sheila's horses. Um, and then the trail guide was like coming back with us and my horse was just like not, he was just not having it. And I was just like very, so shaken up by the whole event that I was mm -hmm. like, I'm so anxious, like, it's not helping him in this situation, and, like, I'm just, like, I'm not gonna keep, like, fighting him on this, like, he knows where he's going, like, I'm just gonna let him go home, and he just basically, like, took off, and <laughs> we, like, weren't anywhere near anyone else, it was just me and this fucking horse, and I was like, 
okay, we're just gonna do it. Like, please don't freak out and, like, leave me injured in the middle of the street somewhere where, like, when no one else is around, but I'm not gonna fight you on this anymore. Um, and so I just let him basically take the lead and he didn't, like, it's not like he he took off, like, running, but he was, like, speed speed walking trotting all the way all the way home um and it was a terrible experience and it made me hate appaloosas for a really long time because it was like it's the three fucking appaloosas (laughs) sheila was like sheila's fucked up she was like bedridden for a while she's i think she's like fine now i think she would maybe like cracked some ribs or something um oh geez but and it was just like she was I mean like you fell on pavement yeah. oh my from, like, god six just feet. like yeah. it was yeah it was traumatizing and um yeah made me really hate Appaloosas for a while um now I'm like you know whatever it's not their fault Appaloosas in general can be a little bit more hot-headed um but mm-hmm. I think it's I just I kind of feel bad for like trail horses and stuff too so yeah, I mean, that seems like it's probably... Uh, you're getting a lot of, like, green riders who don't know what they're yeah. doing and, like, riding, like, the same track every day. Like, that sounds like it's pretty boring for the yeah. horse. So... And, like, unpleasant for them. I I have, um, m- like, I've moved on from my prejudice um, <laughs> against Appaloosas. But that was, you know, that was a horrible experience. <laughs> it was really scary, and it made me, like feel like an incompetent writer but a lot of that was like anxiety and just not being in a good situation we also i don't think we like didn't have helmets or anything um and so it was just yeah it was not great but so that was my uh traumatizing horse experience on mackinac island which is maybe why i like block that whole experience from my memory it was actually pretty pretty sweet but uh, it's like one of those experiences where you're like, did that happen to me or did that happen to a different person? Oh, that was my life. <laughs> um, so long ago, I don't even remember. Yeah. Um, anyway, so yeah, that was that's my story for today. Well, it was it was an excellent Thank story. Yeah, and it's been a it's been a couple of weeks since we since we podcasted, yes. but I will I will read the. There's also there's just been a lot yeah, going on. There always is. Um, also, my I think um, so. This is an update from the last time, but I'm not spending holidays with my family because of COVID, and it's not safe, and I don't want my parents to die. But yeah. um, my mom wants to do a socially distanced drive down to Missoula to drop off my Christmas presents and so um I can see them from a distance for a little bit um wave from yeah the but window. so I can see if I can get a, a Diana story I would love a Diana horse story I want to hear the story about her keeping a horse in her backyard oh, we could do, I could she would tell us that one and she has many stories I'm I mean honestly like if she wanted to tell more than one story and we could, like, mm-hmm. dole them out for future or something yeah. like that, that would be pretty cool. I just remembered the other one I was going to um, tell, too. But we could save that for another time. 
Well, it was nice seeing you. It was good to see you, too. It was nice to talk about our sex stuff. Or our hang-ups related to sex. <laughs> I feel like that they're not talked... The, the hang-ups and how kind of uncomfortable it can be is not talked enough, about enough. So... I mean, I, I think there's been a lot of, like, talk about that in, like, certain cultures. Yeah. How people, like, aren't having sex as much or, like, you know, the whole incel thing is, like, its yeah. own thing. But I feel like that's, like, more... That kind of concern is more directed towards men where they're like, why can't these awkward men find yeah. women to have sex totally. with them? Um, whereas, like, it's seen as less of an issue for women because they're like, well, if you really wanted to do it, like, you could find somebody to do it. It's like, yeah, obviously, that's not what the yeah. problem is. <laughs> like, it's finding a person if you I just... want to do that with. <laughs> If I was willing to take any random person who wanted to have sex with me, sure, it will work out <laughs> for them, but I'm not going to be enjoying it no. at all, so what would be the point? Exactly. Exactly. So someone was like, just, like, find someone to bone, and I was like... No, I don't want like to! The audacity! The <laughs> <laughs> it's not that it's not available to me, it's that... Look, look, they've flooded the market with dick. Its value has dropped completely. Like, it's just not, you know. <laughs> That's... They flooded the market with dick. Its value has dropped. It's too available. Thank you for those words. The supply is not keeping up no. with the demand. And I think we yeah, all know it. I would 100% agree. But. Yes, it was very nice to see. Yes. Bye. This is our bye to everyone. Yes. Okay. Yes. Bye. Bye. She was a happy, happyish child. I mean, she was homeschooled because of anxiety. 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 Because of anxiety.